depression. It's a fucked up thing that everyone goes through. And sometimes you don't know how you can make it out, you know? So uh, let's talk about that real quick. Hello, my name is Chance Fletcher. I'm the host of the Fucked Up Podcast. This is episode one. If you didn't listen to the intro, I would highly recommend you do that. I just give a little bit of background information on me, where I've come from, what I do for a living, and kind of where I want to take this podcast. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it. Um, Today we talk about something that uh, I feel like everybody understands. Uh, So uh, I just kind of want to get into it real quick of the definition of depression. Depression is a mental health disorder characterized by persistently depressed mood or loss of interest of activities causing significant impairment in daily life. So kind of how I view that is basically you have no motivation to do anything. You want to do things, but you have no motivation. You're sad. You just want to stay in your head the whole entire time, and you don't really know how to get out of it. So there's also, in my opinion, there's a big difference between depression and being depressed for like a day. So something happens, uh, you're, let's say, your fish dies, okay, right? You're going to be depressed, okay? But that's not going to send you into a depression, your, let's put it this way, your mom or your dad dies. Now you go into this depressive state where you don't want to do anything at all. I mean, absolutely nothing. And I mean, you stay there for a week or two weeks or more. That, in my opinion, is more of being depressed. Like that, that is depression in its true form. And also the way I have seen it. By the way, I'm not professional on anything I'm talking about. I'm talking out my ass. Um, this is how I feel about things. Don't take any of this as if it's true, if it's too hard. I'm just talking from me. This is raw, unedited, straight out of my head. Um, yes, I scripted. I put quotes around that. I scripted this, but at the exact same time, I'm just, this is my thoughts. This is out of my head. The like The definition of stuff, yeah, I did look that up. I do actually have backing on that but other than that this is out of me if i'm wrong on something call me out on it okay but back up your stuff that's all i ask okay cool deal so shit happens all the time that makes you sad and upset it's how we cope and that's how we deal with things um it's it's what we can change a, a little things can change if we go into a depression or not is kind of how i see it like certain people in your life, like your, your relationship, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, that can, that can make a very big difference in your depression and your mood swings and stuff like that. And that's going to be one of the bigger stories I talk about today is one of my relationships that I went through my senior year, uh, and a little bit before that with another relationship and just kind of how it affected me. This is basically, it's going to be a giant story, uh, about, uh, what happened to me in my senior year and stuff, but, uh, talking to people. So if you, I'm, I'm going to put this in there as just a quick statement. If you are depressed, if you're suicidal, if you are not okay and you need someone to talk to, I promise talking to people helps. I, I promise it does. If you need to reach out to anybody. If you feel like there is nobody, I promise there is somebody. There always is. Um, one of my friends used to always tell me the, when you take your own life, the only thing you were doing is pushing your burden onto other people and you are not helping anyone except for yourself. 
and it is one of the most selfish things you can possibly do is killing yourself, suicide. So it, it can, talking to people can help. Um, please, if you are suicidal, reach out to somebody. It, there's always someone. And if you don't think there's someone, reach out to me. I mean, I, I will talk about anything. I, I, I won't talk about it unless you want me to on this or to anyone else. It is between you and me. I am not a therapist. I am not a licensed professional. But if you need someone to reach out to, you need somebody to talk to, I am here. Reach out. If you have my Snapchat, reach me on Snapchat, on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. I don't care where it's at. Talk to somebody, please. Okay, just to get that out of the way. Um, so... Let's go ahead and get into it. Um, I'm reading through my script and I'm I'm having to process everything. So I wrote this like a day or two ago. So give me just a second. Um, my tenth grade year of high school. My uh, one of my de- I, I would call him a pretty good friend. Um, killed himself. He committed suicide. It was a uh, it was a snow day. I want to say it was in December time. I can't remember the exact date. Um, for some reason, December 17th is popping up in my head, but I don't think that's right. My my sophomore year. So that would have been 2018. I was playing Minecraft with a, a group of... It was a group of us playing Minecraft. And uh, we was having a ball doing that. And, I mean, we looked out the window and I mean, it's just snow everywhere. And I'd gotten a text on Messenger from one of my friends saying, Hey, when you get a second, you need to, like, you need to talk to me like right now. I think something went, something happened. And I mean, I, I didn't actually see that till after my mom came up and kind of grabbed me away from my computer. And was like, Hey, I, I, I heard that your friend, we called him cookie. I heard that your friend killed himself. And I mean, it was just kind of a shock went over my body. Um, but Two of my best friends actually lived next to me, and they were a whole lot closer to him than I was. Um, so my first instinct was to go over there and comfort them. But just seeing the shock of my friends and the community of our uh, just our grade, just the shocks that went over, it it really kind of enlightened. Enlight. I would like to say enlightened me, but. It didn't. I mean, it, it was one of those things that it made me understand a whole lot more in a way that I never wanted to have to know. But I, it helped me in my worst times because I saw how much it affected everyone else. And so that's, to my knowledge, he never reached out. Uh, to my knowledge, that may be a, a total lie. There may be something there that I don't know. But to my knowledge, he never reached out and that that was that i mean we 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 still dearly miss him and he he was a good friend he was a great guy just yeah De- depression i feel like depression and suicide are a linked topic you cannot talk about one without talking about the other and if you think you can then honest to god you've never experienced depression in my opinion I mean, one is linked to the other. If you are if you are truly depressed, not sad. If you are truly depressed, then you you have felt suicidal. You you have not wanted to be here because you feel like a burden to everyone else around you, 
and you don't want to go out, you don't want to bother people, you don't want to text people, and you don't want to talk to anyone. And that, and that's another thing I'm very much so trying to push is to talk to people, please. So, all right, let's uh, move on from that. So, uh, da 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 yeah. So, I'm just putting it out there. People care about you, so on and so forth. Yes, I could edit that out, by the way. But this is raw and unedited. And if y'all really want me to edit it, I will. But I'm just I'm trying to get it the most realistic, the most y'all can grab onto it and understand that I am just like everyone else. I, I mean, I am. And the people that actually know me, I am just like everyone else. I am not special. I am 19 years old. Uh, there's nothing special about me. So, yeah, I'm just trying to make it as close to as y'all can feel this as much as I do. So, all right. Uh, there's still, there's still a lot of days that I doubt myself. Like I'm talking about this, like I'm not depressed anymore. Um, here, here recently, I mean, in the past two weeks, I, I had a really hard depressing spell, just a lot of stress from work. And I take my, I take my job very seriously. I mean, I, I am a diesel mechanic. I'm not, I'm nothing crazy. I'm not special, but I take it very seriously because I love what I do. I absolutely love my job. So when I start putting so much stress on myself, I start to doubt myself a lot. I don't, I've always been very lacking of self-confidence. And I mean, a lot of my friends know that I, I played the trumpet for years and everybody's like, man, you're such a confident player. And I'm really not. I mean, I cowered in my own shell so much that it's, it's not even funny. Like it kind of worries me sometimes how lack of self-confidence I have. And for a lot of people, it would it would surprise them for me saying that. But I I promise you, I I I do not have confidence in my own my own self. So I uh, it's okay to doubt yourself. I guess is kind of where I'm trying to go with that. But at the exact same time, don't let it spiral. A lot of a lot of depression and a lot of suicidal thoughts. I feel at least in my case come from me spiraling. Uh, the other night, I I was just sitting in this chair uh, right now thinking. I, w- I couldn't figure out what to do. I had no motivation to get up and do anything, and I started to spiral. And the only real solution, I love my girlfriend to death. She, she is amazing. But the only real thing I know to do to stop myself from spiraling is drive my car. And as dumb as that sounds... It is my it is my therapy, um, and if that's what you got to do to keep yourself from harming yourself, harming others, and when I say that, don't go drive like a absolute dumbass. Please do not put. I never. I am always alone if I'm doing something stupid. I mean, no one else on the road. Nothing. Do not put other people's lives in danger for your own sake. Please, for the love of God, don't put, you shouldn't be putting your own life at stake, but at the exact same time, you may be okay taking your own life, but I don't think you should ever be okay taking somebody else's. And that's, that's just my thoughts. But, uh, and this next part's going to sound absolutely ridiculous, absolutely stupid, but maybe somebody can relate to it. And that's kind of what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to get it where y'all can relate to me. 
that you're like, well, that's why am I thinking that? That's so fucking stupid. But I, I can relate. I understand. I, I've had the same, the same problems, and it makes you feel a whole lot less alone. Because I promise you, and this, this comes from a guy that actually passed away in October last year. You're depressed, and you're not special because you're depressed. Everyone is depressed. So stop feeling special because you're not, and you're not alone. So, and the way I kind of process that, the best way I can process that is you, the point he's trying to make, he's not trying to make you feel down about yourself or anything. He's trying to make you realize that you're not alone, that there's other people going through this exact same stuff with you. And you can reach out to people because they will understand. I promise someone will understand or they will help you get to someone that does understand. So let's continue. So I just finished this dumb fucking show. Okay. And I'm, I'm being very vulgar about this because it pissed me off. I, I don't, I'm going to talk about this a lot. And if you haven't seen it, then I'm sorry, but I'm going to talk about it. I watched Outer Banks on Netflix and so many people I've talked to are like, yeah, I've watched the first one or two episodes, but I can't get into it. I fucking love this show. Holy shit. I love this show. And I'm such a fucking nerd for saying that, but it's fine. I have never gotten into a show like I did that, that, that I did Outer Banks. And I, I guess I can relate to it a lot. And I'll, I'll show how I can, in my opinion, I can relate to how fucked up that show is and where it takes me mentally. I There was one point I was literally yelling at the TV. But I watched, and this is how much I got into the show. I have an hour drive to and from work every day. And I sat down. I work weekend shifts now, but before I wasn't. I watched like two episodes. And then I got my toolbox in. I got a brand new toolbox at work. And I put it together on Tuesday of last week. Last week or the week? Yeah, last week. Tuesday of last week. And I I watched like two or three episodes while I was sitting there putting my toolbox together at work. Because, I mean, I wasn't on the clock. I was just putting my tools in my new toolbox to take my other one home. And I watched the show. And I got home that night. And I literally didn't get out of my work clothes. I think I got home at like 5 or 5.30. Cause I get off at like four. So I got off at like five 30, I think I like home. And I literally sat in my work clothes till like 10 or 1130 that night. Like I ate dinner, but I just watched so much of the show and I got so mad. And that was the only reason I stopped because I got so mad at an episode. And then me and Brielle lay down in bed the next on Wednesday or Wednesday morning and finished it. And I, God, that show just fucking broke me. And I have never gotten so depressed over a show. And, and it does happen. You will get depressed over watching a TV show. It's fine. It happens to everyone. And that that's that's what you got to understand is that you're, you're not alone. And I felt so alone because I felt so fucking dumb for sitting here like, man, why am I so depressed over a fucking TV show? And, and that was the thing in my head. It wasn't it wasn't a TV show. And you got to learn to separate that. And I'm. I've done that in the past few days, and it sounds so dumb. I'm just sitting here saying it out loud, but 
These episodes are also like 45 minutes an hour long, if you haven't seen it. They're not short episodes. So, I watched two seasons in like a few days. So, um, let's see. So, in season two, I think it's season two. Yeah, it's season two. Um, Sarah's dad dies, okay? Like, he blows himself up on a boat. Huge spoiler right there, just letting you know. John B. just stands there and acts... He... Sarah's dad killed his dad. It's a whole thing. But it broke Sarah because, I mean, it's her dad. Even if he was a fucking huge giant asshole that killed a bunch of people, he was still her dad. And I think anybody can relate to that. No matter how much you hate your father or your mother, they are still your father or your mother. They still raised you. So when this happens, he doesn't really react. I mean, he just exists. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that of just existing, not really wanting to be there, but just existing. And they, they, they ended up breaking up over this. She broke up with him and he started to go back after her right there when they broke up. And I was literally yelling at the TV screen. Like, Brielle looked over at me because I was sitting on my computer. She was sitting beside me and she's like, what is wrong? Because I mean, I am verbally, it's 1030 at night and I am yelling at the TV. Like, what the hell is happening? And when me and Brielle first got together, there was all the first love chemistry, so on and so forth. It was like, it was band camp of my 10th grade year. I think it was my no, it was my ninth. It was either my ninth or tenth grade year. It was something like that, somewhere in there. And uh, well, I was dumb enough in my senior year of high school. And this is here comes to the parts that a lot of people don't know about me. Um, during my the end of my junior year of high school and my senior year of high school, we had been dating for like two years, and I just in my own head I felt trapped. I guess is the best way to put that. Because I never really had experienced anything other than her, which she was great. And I should have realized more of that then, but it made me realize a lot going through this. And I broke up with her because I wanted to be a fucking dumbass my senior year of high school. And she, obviously, she was still in love. And I was too. And I kept trying, I kept trying to ignore that. And word of advice from me just from my experience if you still love somebody if you truly love somebody don't leave them okay because it will hurt you more than anything else but sometimes you'll grow and i did in this case um but there was not i mean absolutely nothing she did i was such a jackass and i fucking broke up with her i was such an idiot but either way i started dating this girl that is younger than me i had never dated anybody really younger than me because uh, Brielle's a year and a month older than I am. And I started dating her. And everything was going smoothly. It was that first love thing. And Brielle kept trying to get in contact with me. Which was fair enough to her. But I I just kept pushing it off. And that was my fucking mistake right there. That was my fuck up. And I pushed her away to the point that Brielle finally stopped trying to talk to me. Which I can't blame her at all. And we've talked about everything she went through. I'm not going to go through that right now. But she went through a lot during that time. Because I was a jackass. But I was dating this girl. And 
the first thing, I mean, like, not even a month in, I mean, we had an argument. Like, I should have, I should have known better right then and there. I mean, because me and Brielle never argued. We was okay. And granted, sometimes she should have argued with me, but she didn't. But, mo- I mean, most of the time it was smooth sailing. And, I mean, the first month, I mean, me and this girl just starts button heads. And I'm like, okay, so here, here's how this is going to go. And I had my license. She obviously didn't. And... I I could I was so used to Brio. If I said, "Hey, you want to hang out?" It was an automatic yes. Like there was no hesitation there. Well, with her, her parents were a little bit more no, which I can kind of understand for like a sophomore in high school. And she, she did not help with that. She wouldn't really fight to to see me. I guess is the best way. Like there was no, I don't know the best way to put that without making me sound like an absolute jackass. She never really put in any effort, I guess is the best way to do that, at least by what I saw. When I did get to see her, it was pretty good. I never was able to go to her house. Her dad, I mean, we dated for like five months, and her dad would not meet me at all, like, period. And I don't I don't really know why, to be honest with you. Because, um, I mean, m- most people that know me, I don't think I... I mean, <laughs> I don't know the best way to put this. I don't, I never even spoke to him, like, on the phone or anything. There was no inclination for him to be like, no, fuck you. Um, But apparently there was. So, even though I had talked to his mom, because she hung out with her grandmother a lot. um, She was great, loved her. And her mom. And I met his brothers. And all of them told him to quit being a pansy and go meet me. And he wouldn't do it. So... Either way, I never went to her house. She was either here or we was at her grandmother's. And whatever. It's not a big deal. It just confused me a lot. And so, let's see. I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. And I, I just tried to shrug things off. Like, all these red flags, I guess is the best way to put it. I just tried to shrug them off and be be okay with everything and i should have known so much better um i'm gonna fast forward through a lot of this just in my own head because this is a this story is a little interesting i don't really want to get into the details of it right now maybe further on i'll add some more to this but my anxiety started peaking and another thing that i feel like is linked with the depression is anxiety so and if you have one that's a whole lot worse than the other it will heighten the other one and I, I'm going to say this right now. I don't take medicine for my anxiety or my depression. I haven't been diagnosed with anxiety or depression. I just kind of say, because you kind of know, I feel. But either way, continue on. My anxiety started to heighten because she would start going off with her dad. And there's a reason I don't believe a damn thing she says now that I, I did believe then. But she said she was going off with her dad, but she would never tell me when they would leave. Like, we'd be in the middle of a whole ass conversation, like talking back and forth, and she would just drop it. And you're like, oh, she left for like 15, 20 minutes. No, no, I mean drop it for like five, six hours sometimes. And then when she would come back, I'd be like, what the hell happened? Because I mean, I'm very, I'm a very, please just tell me where you're going. I don't care. I'm not trying to say you can't go there. I just want to know where you are and what's happening because I care. And 
I would get I'd get my ass chewed for it. It's like, why are you trying to tie me down so much and stuff like this? And red flag like number sixteen thousand. And I just kind of I I don't know it it broke me. It started to rip me down and tear me down mentally. And if you were in a relationship where you feel like if you honestly feel like they are trying to control you, like no, you can't go there with this person, with in reason. Like, you're trying to go hang out with your ex. Yeah, no, I understand them saying no for that. But other than that, get out. I mean, honestly, like, if you were tied down, I know it sounds so simple, right? Just get out. But, I mean, just don't take the abuse. If it's mental or physical, don't take the abuse. And mental is just as bad, if not worse, in my opinion, than physical abuse. Um, Because mental scars hurt just as bad. And I'm not like trying to be a pansy and be like, oh, well, words hurt as much as like being hit in the face. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when it comes to your mental stability, that it can tear you the fuck down. Okay. So try not, don't take that and just be like, oh, it's fine. It's not a huge deal. Just brush it off. Please reach out to somebody, talk about it, get out. Is even uh, another story, real quick. There, I have, I've known people that have been in relationships that they wanted to leave and they told their partner they wanted to leave and they literally threatened suicide just because they're leaving. As bad as this sounds, don't let that be the sole factor that keeps you in that relationship. And the reason I say that is because most of the time they're just using it as a leverage point. And if you honestly feel like they are going to hurt themselves, tell the authorities, tell somebody, um, their parents, something i mean don't be a snitch that's not what i'm saying but i mean if they are threatening their own life because you are not happy something has to be done and i would do something just for your own sake anyways done with rambling going back to this um so i was just trying to keep my anxiety down she didn't give a flying fuck about my anxiety um my anxiety my depression didn't didn't give a flying fuck about it. It's whatever. I would start flipping shit and she'd be like, go listen to your music and just be okay. And I did. And that was one of the biggest parts that I started listening to as much music as I do now uh, was because of that, which is that a great reason? No, but is it a reason? Yes. So um, there would also be hours that I would, I would aggravate her or she would go somewhere or something and she would come back, and I would say something, I don't know, that pissed her off, something like that. And I mean, she would literally stop talking to me. She would go do something and just disappear on purpose. And I mean, it, if you know what I'm talking about, it's just fucked. Like, it fucks your brains. And uh, so let's see. It, it really started to wear me down mentally. Like, mentally, I just started to tear myself apart because it got to a point where I started to think this is all my fault. Maybe I shouldn't care this much. Maybe I shouldn't, shouldn't be trying to help her as much as I am, or I shouldn't have to try to be there as much as I am for her or something. I mean, some dumbass excuse I kept giving myself for trying to be the reason of me, my mental, my mental stability, like trying to help that. And my mental game got fucked. I started having severe panic attacks at night 
um, which my friend, she actually, which by the way, I hadn't talked to Brielle in months at this period in time, but my friend, she, she was talking to me, a totally different girl. She helped me through a lot of that and she's got a whole story behind her, but when it comes to actually being, being there for me, she was, uh, on the worst nights, she was always there. I could always rely on her and count on her to be there to pull me out. And there was one night she was doing something, not her fault at all. And I, I just broke. I'm trying to remember what happened with the other girl that caused it. Cause we had bro finally broken up after way too long of me waiting to do that. And we'd finally broke up and I don't think it was that night, but th there was one night I just mentally broke. I mean, it, I literally fucked myself so hard I broke and that's okay. I, I reached out though. I didn't, I didn't start cutting. I didn't, I didn't do any of that, but I reached out and I actually reached out to Brielle and she, I stuck my hand out and she grabbed it. She had a boyfriend at the time, which I wasn't mad that she had a boyfriend. I was mad at who her boyfriend was. And my friends picked on me about it. And Alex, I love you to death. I normally wouldn't call people out, but fuck you. Um, I feel like that's deserved. If he listens to this, I hope, hope to God it gets to this point. Not whatever, but fuck you, Alex. Uh, they pissed me off so bad that day. And I mean, we was in the it was in the cafeteria eating lunch, and one of them fucking turned around. It's like, well, you know who she's dating now, right? And oh man, I was about to fucking knock him out. Alex is one of my best friends. Uh, so is Matthew, one of my best friends in the entire world. I love you both to death, but fuck y'all so much that day. Um, but either way, we, me and Brielle started talking. We met up at the high school. And I mean, it was one of those ominous nights and I think it was like 630 and this was during the summer. So I mean, the sun was still out, but it, it was starting to go down because of where I live at. And I mean, it you could tell it was about to fucking storm. I mean, it was about to come the fuck down. The sun was just barely shining through the dark ass clouds and we get in her car and I start driving. She lets me drive. And I mean, we drive for like seven hours or something. I mean, some ungodly amount of time. It wasn't, I didn't go home till like 1.30 in the morning. And I, I just kind of spilled everything about my feelings and everything else. Cause I mean, I obviously still loved, I still love Brielle. And that was so apparent. And I was trying to hide that. And that's what fucked me the worst is I tried to shove down the feelings into the bottom of my throat and just say everything will be okay. And by the way, it was not okay. Um, it was very much so not okay. But I I talked to her and I felt so much better. And we, we got a friendship going and started talking again. And that's another story for another day. Um, I will say she is my girlfriend now, has been for the past like year and a half, two years. So it's it's okay now um obviously but that's another story for another day which is also a really good one but i i reached out and that's kind of the biggest thing i'm trying to get at with this is reach out if you have problems mentally struggling with a relationship 
struggling with family, anything that has got you in your head, in your feels, talk about it, please, for the love of God, talk about it to somebody. It, it will help you immensely, and it will make... and it will make the other person feel good. And it sounds so weird to say that, but it it always feels good to help somebody. I think everybody can say that. It always feels good to help someone else. I'm going through a tough time, even if they are just leading you to someone else that can help you better than them. A therapist, something. Just go and let them talk. Just talk to them and just... If you're the one that somebody comes to, just sit there and listen. Sometimes that's all someone ever needs is someone to sit on the other side and listen to that conversation and be there for that person. Somebody reaches out, please be there. But either way, um, something else that happened with this other girl is right after we broke up, and I'm just saying this because this absolutely fucked me. And a lot of you are going to know who I'm actually talking about, and that's fine. But don't say names, please. Um, I'm just telling this story. Have no resentment against this girl. I just the, a lot of this is my own stupidity. She she said she was pregnant and had an abortion. If any of you know me, I am a very if something if something fucks up on my my hands, it's my problem. Um. And I want kids. Um, I obviously understand I'm way too young for kids, but if something were to happen, I want to know about it. And I, I think anybody else would be the same way. But she told me that she had had an abortion, and this fucking broke me. And you're like, oh, well, she said that. No, she sent fake paperwork to me. Like, this is how fucked up this is. She sent me fake paperwork saying that she had an abortion and that her mother took her. And holy fuck, it broke me. And that kind of destroyed my trust with a lot of people right then and there. I was very trusting of the people that I did have in my life. And I mean, that absolutely shattered every bit of that, uh, to say the least. But I just, I just wanted to put that in there. Don't fucking do that to people. Like, holy shit. That's so fucked up. It's not even funny. Like, and she laughed it off like it was a joke when she told me, yeah, no, I was just lying. And... That was another reason I I don't trust that damn thing she said. Another thing that happened right at the... She stopped talking to me on my 19th birthday last year. And when she stopped talking to me, I had... It wasn't last year, it was the year before. God, it's been so long since all this shit happened. Um, When she stopped talking to me, she... I found out that she had posted on her story that she had been dating a guy for two months while we were still talking. Like we had been broken up for like a good month and a half now, two months. And she had been, she had told me she was like talking to him, but that he was just a friend, right? He's just a friend, not the the guy you don't got to worry about. And she, she straight up lied to my face that she wasn't dating him. And I found that out. That is the maddest I have ever fucking been in my life. Like, no shit, I have never been so mad in my life that I just, I, for the first time ever, I just wanted to punch somebody in the fucking face. And I'm not a violent person, never have been. And, oh man, that made me so mad. And I learned very quickly, I just had to walk away. 
I just, I had to ignore it because what could I do? She had blocked me on everything at this point because she knew I was going to find out. Uh, her best friend tried to add me on Snapchat. I was like, hey, you want to start a streak? And I'm like, you kind of ass bitch, fuck off. Because luckily I knew who it was. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? What do I want to start a streak? You're just trying to spy on me, you dumb bitch. Uh, God, it made me so mad when that all that stuff happened. But I I finally moved on and so on and so forth. Me and Brielle got back together. And I'll explain that story at another time because I am just about out of time for today. Because it is, uh, we're rolling on up to 40 minutes. So, um, I just want to go ahead and say thank you much. Yeah, thank you so much for the support on the intro. I was kind of amazed when I looked at everything this morning. I, uh, thank you. Uh, that's all I want to say. Uh, everybody that reached out and said something about the, the podcast, I really, really appreciate it. It made me feel very good about everything that's going on. And, uh, the the move I'm trying to go towards. I, I really appreciate you guys. I really do. Um, hopefully, I'm probably going to start releasing these every Monday or so, as long as I can keep a topic up. Uh, I got a lot of stories, but it's just a lot of things going on. And uh, I may release a bonus episode or two that's just little stuff, because uh, I can do that now, apparently. But I don't know. We'll see. Either way, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this stuff up here. Tell me if you think this episode was too long, too short, if you want to, anything that was going on. Still haven't figured out an intro. If you got any ideas for copyright-free music that I could use as an intro or an outro, you think it'd be cool, hit me up. Social medias, uh, Cstream, just about on everything on my public Instagram account. Uh, Twitter, it's Cstream on Twitch. And then YouTube, it's just Cstream. So if... Uh, if you want to see anything special, me talk about anything, just let me know. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Uh, it will be on YouTube as well. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. And uh, hopefully I'll see you in the next one on Mondays.